So, Layinka, touching upon something that you said, you said there's a distinction, right, between feeling sad and being depressed. Okay. Sumeya, what are your feelings about sisters maybe kind of feeling sad, but they're actually not going through depression? I think it's probably hard to label from the outside. I mean, every person knows what they're going through, but, you know, and I, and I don't want to sound judgmental saying this, like I'm putting someone down, but I think that sometimes there's a tendency to, to use that label of being depressed or, or that it's that serious and it gives them a ticket out of having to do anything about it or show oh, up. Or that's quite something. going to open up a can of worms there. But, you know, she's actually, like, I recently had a workshop and a sister had a mahusive realization that she had been using her lows as a crutch, as a way to get affection and attention from her husband. She actually left that workshop saying, so what will happen now then? What will happen now, now that I've owned this, now that I know this, and I can actually do something about it, does that mean I'm going to get less affection from my husband? And that was just like massive because now she can recognize what she's doing. And I'm not saying that people are making themselves sad for a reason, but there comes well, no, a the point. reality is that some actually do. Yeah, some, yeah. some, some mm. wallow in it. Mm. Some... It's their identity. Revel in yeah. what it brings them. Yeah. Because it gives them something. Mm. For, for those sisters that it applies to, there is a result that it gets them. Maybe it's extra help around the house. Maybe it's the children are being extra quiet now that they know mommy is down. You know, whatever it may be. Maybe it's just familiar. Yeah. From and childhood. That, from childhood. Yeah. Maybe it's so kind of... And this is, is going to sound really warped, but maybe it's so comfortable because it is so familiar and anything else just like that sister anything else is like my god what's what is actually going to happen now now that i've owned it i can claim it i can see and i know i can actually do something about it Mm. what is going to happen and you know she actually had the conversation with her husband Mm. she actually said to him like this is what happens i basically thrive off your affection when i'm when you come home and you find the house a mess. Wow. He, he comes home, he starts cleaning, puts the kids to bed. He, like, he goes into, yeah. He, and she gets taken care of. It's like, I'm not going to stop taking care of you just because... But does she feel that barring that she won't? What, that she won't what? If she's well, that she won't get the support? She feels that's... Yeah. Okay. And that's, that was the revelation, that, that it got her that. And it's been, it's been interesting that she's owned it. And I love that, you know, she's like, she's claimed it, she's owned yeah. it, she's facing it, she's taking action, she's doing something about it. Mm-hmm. There are sisters who are in the same boat, mm-hmm. you know, and this is, we're coming from the place of love, you know, the place of understanding and also appreciating that there's a good intention here. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We know, we get that there's although, a good intention, but the way, a, you're doing, yeah. you're, the way you're going about mm. it, you know, is that extra long post on Facebook where you're just, I don't know, ranting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it going to get you what you want? And half the time, do you know what? Most people don't even know what they wow. want. Wow. So we, we, we kind of started the episode by talking about real depression. Yeah. 
and we've we're now kind of talking about sisters inflicting depression on themselves. I didn't think it would go you to that. Holding on to it. Should I tell you? Like, there's something that I teach in one of my courses that I have not ever said in public. Okay. Because here we go. <laughs> Let me grab my mug. <laughs> because of the fact that it's so controversial, and I remember saying it to the sisters on one of my courses this year, and I said. I've never said this, and I would only say it in a safe space. Okay, I'm sure the viewers and us are eager <laughs> for you to... be we've got to be real. Depression is a state. We create states. How are we creating our depression then? And this is not the clinical depression. Right. I'm glad that you, you this distinguished is not the, the this two. This is not the imbalance of chemicals yeah, I, and I'm stuff. I'm glad that, that you, disti- not you made that, that distinct. Because yeah. you don't have control over that. Yeah. Right. If you need to take your medication, take your medication so, there's, so that you're, you're in balance. We're not talking about that mm-hmm. because that you don't like Allah has gifted you with that for a reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're talking about the thoughts, the, the, the patterns that we have internally that creates the state that leads to our external behavior. And I remember some sisters were like, oh, <laughs> you went there. I was like, that's why I don't say it pers- publicly, because there is that, and Push I know back. people are going yeah. to be watching this and be like, that, 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 like you how dare you, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, that let's the reality, be real. The rea- yeah, let's be real. The reality is that we have a choice. We always have a choice. We can choose to wake up in the morning mm. and say, you know, that, <laughs> that happened <laughs> yesterday, I'm going to carry that with me into today. Mm. We have that choice. Mm. Or... We can make the decision that, you know what, that was a really rubbish day. Mm -hmm. But today I choose to live differently. I choose to engage with my day differently. So I I kind of, I understand what you're saying. And I actually agree with you. You know, I agree with you on this. (laughs) Um, I do believe that we, we, we sometimes um, create our own victim-led life Mm. yeah right and then we're kind of quick to say oh no but i'm depressed it's depression it's external it's not me it's my depression that is doing it to me doing it to me when actually you know if it's not clinical depression yes and that is a massive distinction absolutely that needs to be made so if you know kind of thinking about this now if there are women out there who who kind of are joining us Mm. in keeping it real and being vulnerably honest and they are creating a life that's dark that's limiting what can they do to make a different choice to live a different life (laughs) (laughs) now somebody i know that you're a doer Yes, I'm a doer, but I also, I really, uh, on a personal level, I, I relate to what you're saying mm-hmm. in the sense that there are days where I wake up and feel like, just like you said, something happened yesterday or last night. And in the, mo- the next day, I have a learned behavior. I have the pattern that after I have a rough day, the next day, I can't function. Mm. It takes me about 24 hours to recover to my normal state. And then the day after I can probably get back into my routine. Mm. So like there's a, there's a lag time and I am losing time. Like I am losing days. And sometimes if it's really bad, it could be longer Mm. because 
reacting to what happens. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to untrain myself. You know, the idea of showing up means showing up when you feel like it and when you don't. Mm -hmm. So I have a routine I'm supposed to show up for in order to make progress and do all these things. And it's unlearning the wallowing. It's unlearning. This is, this is like fighting for your life. It's so hard, but it's like, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit down and follow through on what I'm supposed to follow through for. And I'm not going to allow this to be an excuse to shut down and, and just you know pass the buck. <laughs> Awareness. Awareness, yeah. I think, I think something that I think helps with this is taking it out of yourself mm. and really lifting it up to Allah. You know, when, when we keep it inside, yeah? And that's what, you know, just using your example. So you had a really bad day, wake up the following morning, and it's still in there. Mm -hmm. But had you, either the night before, taking it out of yourself by speaking to your Lord about it, sincerely mm -hmm. speaking to your Lord about it, or the morning after, taking it out, out of you and lifting it to Him... That's yeah. it now. So it's no longer inside you. You've released. And I think we make this unconscious decision to keep it inside. Yeah, I'm trying to fight with it still there. Right. And that's why I was saying about it's awareness. Harder. Yeah. Because you need to have that level of awareness first before you can do that. Yeah. yeah. Right? You need to say, hey, this, this is happening. You are a hot mess. Sort it out. Yeah. Like, and making that choice, mm. you know, knowing that you have a choice. You have a choice whether you're going to wallow in ye from yesterday or you're going to, like you said, make change. And no know, one can do yeah. it for you. And you know what happens? I don't know if you'll agree with me, but I find that sisters will continue with this pattern for months and sometimes years, right? Until something really bad happens, where the pain is so excruciating that they say, mm -mm, no more. But do we need to get to that point in order to, in order to make a different choice? I would argue no. Because, because too much um, pain, too much damage is done. But there's some the people, way. that's how they're motivated, right? They're yeah. not motivated until it gets bad enough. Yes. And then they'll move, you know, then they'll actually, like, the see for real. Even that motivation can change, mm. right? And I would say it's better that they change. Make it take the... Yeah, you know? Um, so, Wow. Yeah, it's like That's, learning how to surf, you know, yeah. you know that the ups and downs are going to come. And when you look back at the pattern, if you journal or like look back at your plan, you think, you know, I've, I just see this happening over. Mm -hmm. and am I going to keep doing this? Journaling again and again. Journaling. Yeah, powerful. you can yeah. see patterns. Yeah, I, I, lo I love it. I love going into my journal and like, mm, oh, ooh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> some, some sisters, though, may not, may not like writing. Yeah. But I think, I guess what we're saying is that take the time out to reflect, yeah. right? What am I doing repeatedly that's producing the same pattern of behavior? What can I do differently to create the life that I want, yeah. right? And it's less about what I'm doing externally. Mm. It's more about what am I doing internally? What are the patterns inside because you can start recognizing uh, there's that thought again mm -hmm. there's that uh-huh there's that and once you start recognizing those patterns you can interrupt it and break it yeah i think it's when we just allow it because why it's comfortable it's, just it's how what I we feel. know it's yeah. just how it just how i am right mm -hmm. but when you can break it especially the internal it it's awesome yeah i think 
um, maybe a, an initial step, like you said, is you know is awareness. And I think you know if we can attach a tangible action to awareness. Yeah. I think you know for any sisters that may be going through what we're, what we're describing, they'll be able to actually take a practical An step. Example. For me, something that came to mind is just actually telling someone, mm. you know, yeah. just telling someone that this is what's happening, mm. you know, and I think that step can then open you up to what's going on and what and what you can do differently. I don't know if you have any other suggestions. I think the suggestions are so good. Yeah, I, I, I second that. Yeah, no, I, I think so. You can kind of hear it outside of your own mind. It puts it in perspective. It cuts it down to size. You can look at it more externally than just having Some it wreak havoc. Just yeah. get it out, like you said, because yeah. you see it, hear it, and feel it actually really differently than when it's all... And something else that's come to mind, actually, if you don't want to do it for yourself, because some sisters, um, they don't love themselves enough to say... We've got to talk okay, about okay, that. Okay, hold on. we got to talk about that. <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> um, they don't love themselves enough to want to heal themselves. So something that just came to mind as I was listening to you is, okay, you don't want to do it for yourself, then do it for the little ones, or even the big ones, who are picking up this pattern of yours. That was, that was my truth. That's why I went on my journey because of my kids. I wanted them, when I die, for them to have good memories of me, you know? And I looked at what I was doing and like they're going to be like, she just used to shout, she just used to this, she used to that. And it's like, no, nah, we can't go out like that, Lee and Kurt. We can't. We can't have that as what they're going to say about you. It's like, you need to fix yourself. And I'm sure in addition to that, you didn't want them to do what you, mm. you know, what, they've, what they were witnessing you do with yourself. You wanted better. So, so we've got to find our big enough reason mm. why to heal ourselves. Yeah. 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 And sometimes that will be, some, some people will have that level of self-love and self-respect to say, you know what, I'm going to do this for me. Mm. Um, and if we don't have that, sometimes yeah. it's a children. Yeah. And sometimes it's just acknowledging that, you know what, my Lord loves me. My Lord wants good for me. And because of that, I'm going to want good for me too. Maybe that's going to be your big enough reason why. So what have we said? We've said awareness. Take it out of yourself, right? Um, speak to someone. Be honest. You know, is it real depression? Yeah. Are you causing your own depression? So being aware, being honest. Um, and find your big enough reason why to change your story. And the things we have the power to do so. And embrace the fact that we have the power to do so. Absolutely. Because some people still disempower themselves with the thoughts that this is just how I am. And this is how it will be. Yeah. You know? And you know, I always say, we do not have a Lord. Mm. We do not have a Lord. I'm going to repeat it again. We do not have a Lord that wants us to remain stuck. stuck. Mm -hmm. 
we have a merciful, generous, kind, loving Lord who wants us to succeed and do well. So if the Lord of the world, if the King of Kings wants that for us, then surely... Who are we? Mm. You know? Yeah, to get in the way. You know? Mm. Let's, let's want that for us too. Wow. Preach. <laughs> like that's heard. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think self-love is something we definitely need to speak about. Yep. Yes. Note that down. Yeah. So that wraps up our very interesting, honest tea talk <laughs> on surviving depression. Very cheesy. <laughs> okay, thank you ladies.